0: Every. The first week of football is in the books, but this week we're focusing on the other football, soccer. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports. This is the start of the third week of game action for boys' soccer, with almost all teams having a handful of games completed. The MHSAA tournament for soccer will look a lot like it has the past two years, with NPR being used to seed the top two teams in each district. This is the third year of the Michigan Power Ratings, or MPR, which takes wins, losses, and ties into account, but also opponents' winning percentage and opponents' opponents' winning percentage, a calculation that encourages teams to play other good teams. As in past years, district assignments are already known and posted to the MHSAA website. The bracket will be released on October 3rd, with the postseason starting October 13th. The MHSAA Finals for the four divisions will be November 6th at both Comstock Park and Novi High Schools. Assistant Director Andy Freshour says the addition of NPR has increased excitement and attention around the soccer postseason.
1: We know coaches are checking the scoreboard every night. They're using it to check what their opponents have done, what future opponents are doing. And we know as the season progresses, um, the NPR numbers Get more accurate and more accurate, the more games are, are baked into the, into the system. So uh, that really causes fans to really pay attention to what the NPR numbers are later in the season. So as long as we keep getting all those scores, which the coach has been doing a great job with, um, those NPR numbers will be a lot of fun to watch as we get closer to the district
0: tournament. Game balls this week go to Grand Blank kicker Dylan Hertzberg. He nailed all four of his field goal attempts in a 40-34 win over East Lansing. The seniors split the uprights from 30, 32, 40, and 45 yards in the season open victory. Chippewa Valley's Cephas Harris, who scored four touchdowns in a week one win over Detroit Catholic Central. Harris had touchdown catches of 69 and 68 yards and touchdown runs of 60 and 26 yards on his way to 340 total yards of offense and to the Ann Arbor Pioneer girls and Traverse City boys teams for winning big city titles at the Pete Moss Cross Country Invitational. Johannesburg Lewiston won the small school title in both boys and girls. Riley Ho of Heartland and Julia Flynn of Traverse City Central won individual titles against loaded big school fields. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis.
2: One of the big differences between high school football and the college or pro game is how pass interference is called. In high school, there is no such thing as an uncatchable pass. If there is illegal contact by the defender while the ball is in the air, that's pass interference, no matter where the ball ultimately ends up. Also, in high school, A defender can face guard as long as no contact is made with the receiver. That is not pass interference, even if the defender does not look back for the ball. Both of those interpretations differ from the college and pro game. Both levels have uncatchable exception and neither allows for face guarding. Keep that in mind the next time you think you've spotted pass interference at the
0: high school level. Thanks, Sam. If you want to be a referee, just go to the MHSAA website now to register. Road trips in high school typically mean bus rides and maybe a stop for burgers after the game, but not if you attend Beaver Island Community School. Located on Beaver Island, halfway between Petoskey and Manistique in Lake Michigan, athletes there fly to all road games and stay overnight. For example, the volleyball team will fly to a game, play one game that night, stay the night, and play a second game the next day before flying home. It's the same scenario, but in reverse for schools that travel to Beaver Island. Beaver Island has just under 20 students in 9th through 12th grade, and they participate in soccer, volleyball, and basketball as part of the Northern Lights League. For more on the Lakers and how they navigate playing on an island, check out secondhalf.mhsaa.com. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross. We'll see you next week. Every
3: touchdown. Fires and It's caught. For the touchdown. Every hit. High fly ball
4: into right field. She is
3: gone. Every basket.
4: This one's good if it goes. Oh, it did. Oh, oh my my goodness.
3: Cow. are you kidding me? Every goal. And a drive, star. Is on GetStuckOnSports.com all season long.
5: Hello and welcome in to get stuck on sports.com live from Croslex High School. It's a big fight feel in the air. The North Branch Broncos traveling east, looking to start their defense of their BWAC title. Croslex looking to right the ship after a week one 23-point loss to Williamson. I'll tell you this. I got here at about 530, 545. At that point, you could already cut the tension with a knife. Both captains, uh, both sets of captains, I should say, meeting out at midfield right now to uh, shake hands and, and do the coin toss. But it is a big game. The 1 0 North Branch Broncos traveling to play the host, Cross Lex Pioneers. I got the chance to talk to both Coach Furman and Coach LeGro. We'll have those interviews in a second. But when we get back here on the Get Stuck on Sports pregame show, getstuckonsports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
3: Every grandma knows. Get stuck on is where the grandkids play.
4: To hear you say that makes me love you, baby!
3: Making lots of memories. It's your kids. It's your schools. It's your sports.
2: 72185.
7: Hi, this is Junebug. Stop in. We'll take good care of you.
8: Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O-dot-com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride.
2: neiman's family market in st Clair. you'll be glad you did
4: when you run with us on a gator utv the engine has your full attention the herd takes notice and the trail meets its match because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet nothing runs like a deer Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10
2: locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at
3: tricountyequipment.com. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
5: Back here on the Get Stuck On Sports pregame show, now joined by North Branch head coach Jeremy Furman. Coach, big week uh one win, but no time to rest on your laurels. You got the he- bwack heavyweight showdown here in week two.
7: Yeah, absolutely. You know, last week was a great way to start the season, but you know, it's uh it starts now. It's 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 go time. Um and uh, you know, we'll, we'll be ready for it. I know Krause will be ready for it, but uh, Friday night, you know, Labor Day weekend, no other games going on. I anticipate pretty much the whole Blue R area uh, will be there. So we're looking forward to it.
5: Croslex you know, uh, stumbled in their opening week. They played a really good Williamson team. But, Coach, you and me both know that doesn't really indicate what kind of game this is going to be. This could, have, this very well could decide who wins the BWAC in seven more weeks.
7: Yeah, you know it's early, um, but I tell you what, the winner of this game will definitely be at top and uh, put themselves in good position. Um, you know, Williamson's, you know, really good football team. Um, you know, we talked all week. Did did we get more from our win, or did Cross likes get more from their loss? And it's whatever coaching staff and team learn the most from their mistakes and builds on that that's going to be uh I think key to you know continuing the progress as we move into BWAC play.
5: You replaced a lot of production in the backfield but put up 42 points in your opening game defense shut them out a young defense had to be encouraging to see what your uh, team did in in an opening week where there's a lot of question marks on your
1: roster.
7: Yeah absolutely you know it's a week one with opponent we knew nothing about um you know division three team uh very big, very athletic, um, but we, you know, we had a lot of—I will not say question marks going in, but we had a lot of unproven kids going in that first game. So um, long week, hot week last week, mm-hmm. right? Um, but anytime you get a victory, um, kind of gets you know, the blood, the blood flowing, juices pumping, and uh, it builds upon getting you going into the next week.
5: You mentioned that basically. Most of the Blue Water area will likely be at your game uh, against cross lex How do you get your kids prepared for what's going to probably be a little bit of a hectic environment, a not-so-friendly environment? How do you get them ready for a game at cross lex where, like you said, crowd's going to be huge?
7: Yeah, absolutely. You know, our our, our thing is we, we, we focus on us, you know, and, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you got – for us, we have zero 18-year-olds, so we got a bunch of – a 17, couple 17-year-olds, 17 16, 15, and 14-year-old. So, you know, their mindset, where it's at. But uh, we always talk about control the controllables. You know, try to block out the noise as best you can and let's focus on us. And that's, that's what we're really doing is, you know, we, we focus on us getting better and you know, regardless of who we play. Um, but, you know, these kids know it's a big game. I mean, we, you know, we're not kidding anybody. But uh, we keep our uh, emotions under check, uh, limit our mistakes, take care of the ball, move the chains, and uh, control the clock. You know, it's kind of our M.O. and play good defense. Uh, You know, it should be a good game for
5: us. The two styles of offenses could not be further apart from each other. You guys, ground and pound, control the clock, take your time, win the time of possession game. Crosslex wants to run as many plays as they can. They want to uh, hurry things up. How is that kind of dichotomy between the two teams going to affect you guys when well, and let's be honest, most of the other BWAC teams are similar to you guys where time of possession's king. Croslex is going to try to hurry up and run 100 plays yeah. if they can.
7: Well, you know, it's uh, you know, to each their own, right? And, I, you know, in our preseason talk we have, it's like, uh, you know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, right? So, um, you know, what they do, they believe in, and they do it well. Um, what we do, we do, and you know, we believe in, and we do it well. So, you know, the funny part is most of the league actually – I think we play seven spread teams this year, which is unheard of in the BWAC. So, um, so yeah, I mean, like I said, it's, uh, I think it's poetry in motion, what we do. Um, you know, I think this gives us with our kids the best, put us in the best position to be successful. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, they're a very athletic, uh, quick strike team. And, um, you know, we just got to make sure we rally up. We tackle well in the open field and, uh, you know, um, control from defensive side, you know, no big plays and keep everything in front of us. And, uh, you know, we'll, uh, squeeze the clock on that side of the ball too, as much as we can.
5: Well, you just mentioned a lot of them, but the last question before I let you go, what do you have to do to be two and zero after tonight's game?
7: Um, go compete, um, and honestly do our thing. Um, all the, res- you know, a lot of respect for cross legs, obviously, but, uh, um, we do what we do. And if we do that, well, um, limit the mistakes. Um, you know, I, I like our chances. I, do, I really do. So. All right, Coach, thank you. Good luck tonight.
5: I appreciate it, bud.
7: We'll be back in just a minute on the Get
5: Stuck on Sports pregame show. If you need Blue Water area scores, standing schedules, and more,
9: go to GetStuckOnSports.com. Not able to listen to the game live? GetStuckOnSports.com archives all their broadcasts so you can listen at any time. GetStuckOnSports.com.
5: Your kids, your schools, your sports back here on the get stuck on sports pregame show joined by cross lex coach mike Legro. coach uh, coming off a tough loss you have no time to rest have north branch night your bwack opener i have a feeling um there's not going to be any love lost tonight in this
1: game no not at all when you're uh trying to be at the top of the bwack and uh you always have the uh last year's defending champs in front of you it's never really an easy task uh i think the boys are ready for this tonight uh they're uh, they're just ready to get back on a football field and compete. Uh, You know, we kind of ate some humble pie last week uh, with Williamson, who in their own right is a very good football team. I wouldn't be shocked if I saw them in the uh, semifinals again. Uh, you know, and also, but to uh, – See it in a a good light for us. You know, we still moved the ball. We had over 400 yards of offense last week. Our defense only held them to 250, but when you uh, turn the ball over four or five times, it's hard to win a game against anybody. Um, Just kind of hoping to get out here, execute the game plan, and uh, know and do what we do best, which is, uh, you know, play offensive football, get the team uh, on the ropes early, and hopefully they can't catch up. Two of your biggest games to start the season, how do you have to
5: mentally prepare the kids? Because all camp, I mean, you had three weeks of Williamston, Williamston, Williamston. How do you switch gears so fast against a team that is going to run a tough offense to defend and a team that, you know, is uh, riding high off a big win in week one in their own right?
1: Uh, Yeah, it is a little bit of a challenge, but thankfully those uh, scrimmages that we have uh, before the season – you know, had some uh, teams there that run different kinds of offenses. You know, uh, John Glenn's more of a power running team. It might be out of gun, but it's still power running with motions and jets and reads and all everything like that, uh, pulling guards. So that kind of got us really prepared. Uh, same thing with uh, with Meridian. They're kind of a team that is more of a power running team, just happens to be out of gun. But it still gives us the same principles of learning how to beat gap control, uh, not letting our eyes uh lie to us when we're get caught looking in the backfield uh just kind of watch where the guards are going and things like that
5: uh, north branch is a team you can't fall behind you get behind 21 nothing there's type of offense they will kill the clock how important is a fast start for you guys against north branch
1: it's extremely important uh from a, I, I played in the T when i was in high school i know that <laughs> I, I can still hear my uh uh, Coach Townsend saying, Hey, let's just get up by two points and let's just take eight minute drives and just kill the game. And uh he I know that's what every T team's plan is to do. Go out there, eat up an entire quarter, take fifteen plays, a score a touchdown, and then hopefully get a three and out and then do it again. And if they get four possessions in the game, they're happy with it. Um but with the way that we play football and the way we go fast, you know, it's two differing styles of football that uh, are at the complete polar opposites of offensive ball. Um, the nice thing about us if we do happen to get down, uh, we always have a chance to come back. I mean you look at the first game with North Branch last year, we I I still don't think we lost. I think we ran out of time. The boys believe that very firmly as well. And that's why they're they've been excited for this game since it was put on the schedule. You mentioned that you guys have the, the exact opposite offense.
5: How are you going to keep your defense fresh? Because even if you have offensive success, the defense might only be on the sideline for a minute or two before they have to go out there again.
1: The nice thing is that we have a lot of quality depth here. Uh, we have about 38 to 40 kids on the uh, varsity team, depending on the week with uh, JV call-ups with fifth quarter and stuff like that. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not concerned with uh, – if we get three and outs, because I know if we get tired, I have guys that can go in there and make things happen. Uh, for example, Gavin Espinosa last week uh, didn't start on offense, and he got in there for a play and at the start of the second half, and he ended up scoring like a 25-yard touchdown pass. Uh, so we have guys in there that are capable of doing things. It's just, you know, when needed, they can do it. And I know we all of us coaches trust whoever we put in the game to get the job done.
5: Talked about emotions earlier. How do you help your kids keep that in check? Not only from knowing what this game means after a tough loss, but the two games from last year. How do you keep your kids from not maybe getting a little too up for this game?
1: Well, I told them we haven't done anything yet. Uh, it's just, you know, all we have been so far is just hype. And uh, I told the kids last week uh, before the game, you know, is it hype or is it real? And if we go out there and not do what we're supposed to, it's just hype, and no one likes just hype. Uh, you know, we can't we we haven't earned the right to talk or do anything like that because we haven't done anything yet. Uh we you know we were second place last year. We're looking to be first place until we get first place, we're not allowed to say anything. Everyone uh North Branch still has the crown as of right now, and you know, they have they can say whatever they want because they're the champs and we're not.
5: Well, coach, good luck tonight. Thank you very much.
1: All right, thank you very much.
5: We'll be back in a minute here on the Get Stuck On Sports pregame show.
1: Are you ready for some football?
3: Don't you dare fumble that ball. Ah! Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
8: Freshen up your kitchen and bathroom with new countertops from Bedrock Kitchen and Bath. Bedrock has the best selection in countertops from quartz to granite in southeastern Michigan. Call Bedrock today to schedule your free in-home estimate at 888-BEDROCK. That number again is 888-BEDROCK. Or request an appointment online at brkb.biz. That again is brkb.biz for Bedrock Kitchen and Bath.
5: When you think sleep, think Mattress King.
10: Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people.
5: At open 8 to 6 weekdays
2: 9 to 3 on Saturdays Michaels your dealer for the people
9: next week on get stuck on sports.com it's three more games for week 3 of the season Friday, Frazier visits Portier and Northern on Stream 1. While on Stream 2, Marysville is at Marine City. Join Dennis and Brady for all the action next Friday starting at 6.40 p.m. Then on Saturday, Marine City Cardinal Mooney will host the University of Gross Point liggett on Stream 1. Kickoff is at 1 p.m. Saturday afternoon. Your home for high school sports in the Blue Water area is GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
3: Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
5: Could not have timed that better back here on GetStuckOnSports.com. National Anthem just finished sun setting to the west of CrossLex's football field. Here for this b BWAC heavyweight showdown between the visiting North Branch Broncos and the hosting Croswell-Lexington Pioneers should be a great game. Two very different offenses. You heard me talk about it with both coaches in the pregame interview. North Branch is just going to try to eat the clock. Slow, methodical drives. Cross-Lex wants to play every 20 seconds. They're hurrying to the line. Doesn't necessarily mean they're airing it out. Just means that they are going to try to wear them down. Out-physical them and be in better condition than than North Branch. It's going to be what team can get the other to play to their style will be one of the Michael's Car Center's keys to the game. Michael's Car Center, your dealer for the people. In fact, let's give you a couple more. I've, I've said this for about a week now. Whatever team doesn't make the first dumb mistake, emotions are going to be high in this game. You can't give anyone a free 15 yards controlling the emotion and – cross Lex last week got off to a disastrous start. They fall behind again like they did. I said it again in the uh, pregame interview with Coach Legro. There's, there's no coming back down 21 from North Branch, especially with the way they run their offense. It will be Cross-Lex getting the ball first. So North Branch kicking off. North Branch kicking right to left. It is Cross-Lex in their home blue uniforms. Got a uh, return man deep that looks like Nolan Moore back for the Pioneers. And talked about it, between these two teams, you have uh, Coach Mike Legro for Cross-Lex and Coach Jeremy Furman for North Branch, two guys that Uh, they don't particularly like to lose they are usually one of the more intense guys on either side and it is going to be a clash much like it was last year and now they're going to switch which way North Branch is kicking off so a little bit of a delay before we can get the uh, game underway so North Branch now kicking off left to right Again Moore going to be the deep man back for the Pioneers. Doing the kicking for North Branch, the junior Landon Swoish. North Branch huddled up at the 35 yard line. Ball teed up middle of the 40. It is an absolutely gorgeous night for football. Couldn't ask. For a better weather, 67 sun, just peeking behind some clouds. Both sets of fans getting loud, 5-by-5 five five run-up, and the kick, and we're underway here at Cross-Lexus, a sidewinder kick, and it's going to bounce out of bounds at the 5-yard line. So, an early uh, mistake there for North Branch is going to give Croslex decent field position. First and 10 from their own 35 yard line. And out comes what might be the most dynamic player in the Blue Water area. And Jake Townsend last week struggled a bit through a couple pick sixes. One just hit off the, the head of one of his offensive linemen. Nothing he could do there. an no emphasis for for Townsend and the Pioneers was, hey, if you got space, run. Townsend gonna work out of a gun, one man to his back, trips to his left, lone man split out to the, the far side on the right. Townsend gonna hand it off up the middle, got a little bit of room to work, going up the middle to the 50 to the 40 and finally tackled inside the North Branch 45 was Landon Butler. Gain of 25 yards, first and 10 Marine City, from the North Branch 40 cross hustling to the line, same formation. Trips left, one man to the right, Butler in the backfield. Townsend takes a snap, going to hand it off again, going up the middle. He's got five yards, gets through a couple tackles, runs through a defender in the secondary. It'll be a gain of almost 10. So a couple nice runs for the Pioneers early. They're going to say a gain of nine. It'll be second and one on the North Branch 31. Gonna be twins either side this time for Townsend. Trying to hurry up are the Pioneers. Out of the gun, Butler this time, offset to the left. Gonna hand it off and Butler gets met in the backfield and he drags a defender. He took a loss of three, what might be into no gain. They're gonna say it's gonna be third and a hair to go for the Pioneers. Gonna come out with a different package. Looks like they're bringing a lot of beef onto the field. There is a lot of tight ends coming into the game. No one split out wide. North Branch trying to make an adjustment defensively. Out of the gun, Townsend running back to his left. No one out wide, tight ends to either side. Townsend takes it, hands it off going up the middle. That's to Mayhew and he powers through for a first down and a whole lot more. Down to the North Branch, 23 yard line. 24 is where they'll spot it near the left hash. They're gonna keep that heavy set package Out on the field, Townsend out of the gun. Takes a snap, going to hand it off to Mayhew once again. He's going to bounce to the outside, got room to work to the 20, 15, it's a race to the corner, 10, 5, touchdown, Crosslex. An efficient drive for the Pioneers. It takes them just one minute and 42 seconds to score. 6-0, Crosslex leads on the 24-yard Zach Mayhew touchdown run. Looks like the Pioneer's going to go for two. Keeping that strong package out. Going to hand it off again to May. He's going to try to plow through. It's going to be close. I don't know if he got it. Near side officials saying he didn't. And the two-point conversion, no good. So 6 nothing, 10-18 to go here in the first quarter. Pioneers cannot have asked for a better start. All right, you, you felt how fast the Pioneers moved on that drive. Be ready for the complete opposite when North Branch comes out offensively. They are going to try to bleed the clock as much as humanly possible. As they are huddled up on each sideline, Croslex off to a great start here early. Geiger, looking to kick for the Pioneers. Six men to his left, four to the right. It is Swash and Klaus back to return for North Branch. And 10, 18 to go, six, nothing. crosslex leads after the touchdown and failed two point conversion. The run-up, and it'll be a line drive kick. Uh, It'll bounce all the way back to Swash. He picks up the 15, tries to make it work, and he gets swallowed up early. That was Tony Grappi, the senior with the initial contact and open field tackle back at the 15-yard line. And out comes junior quarterback Will Damasca for the North Branch Broncos. They put up 42 points last year, or last week, against Redford Thurston. Wing T offense, three backs behind Damasca, and they're going to shift. They're going to send one man out wide to the left. That's Basca, one of the few seniors on the roster, under center, Is Damascus going to hand it off, and he's going to keep it going up the middle. He's got a little bit of hole across the 25, down to the 26-yard line. A nice 8-yard gain on first down. uh, Such a quick-hitting offense, and everyone you talk to will tell you, Will Damascus is a maestro behind center there. From the middle of the field at the 28-yard line, they're actually going to give him the first down. It'll be first and 10 North Branch, 6-0, Croslex leads just over two minutes to play. Taking their time in the huddle. Again, two very different offenses. Under center is going to be Damasca. Trio of running backs behind him. He's going to shift out wide. Same formation, only back behind him now is Soto out of ha- out of the uh, under center hands it off to Soto and he gets maybe a yard and a half before he's wrestled down at the 30 yard line gain of a yard and a half it's going to be second and 8 coming up for the North Branch Broncos from their own 30 yard line That's gonna bring up a and nine for the from the middle of the field Masca in the huddle. Breaks it. Broncos will come to the line. Only one man in the backfield again. That's Soto. Trips out to the right. Puts the man in motion. Going to hand it off on the jet sweep. That's the Swoosh. Aiden Swoosh tries to cut it up. He might get a yard or two before he's finally brought down just shy of the 32-yard line. Third and seven coming up for North Branch. This is what you want to get the Broncos into. If you can get them to third and long and force some, uh, force passing downs, it gets North Branch out of their comfort zone. They love to stay ahead of the chains. So a third and seven is exactly what you want to see from the Pioneer defense. Damascus going to go under center. Three backs behind him. Tight end either side. And they're trying to get the Pioneers to jump off sides, and Damascus are going to take a quick timeout. And Coach Furman out there to meet one of his players. I don't think uh, that went exactly as planned. So after the timeout, it'll be third and seven. Uh, it's 7.57 left to go in the first quarter. Six-nothing Crosslex leads. They've gotten off to a roaring start. Their first drive was as efficient of an opening drive as you can get just marched down the field, didn't have to throw it once, ran it down the middle of the North Branch defense, and it was Zach Mayhew that got the 24-yard scamper for the first score. But a big third and seven coming up from North Branch's own 31-yard line. They need to get to the 38. Ball placed on the right hash. See what Coach Jeremy Furman has drawn up for what seems to be the first critical down so far early in this game. Damasca going to come out under center. One man split out wide to the left. That's Basca, Baxa, excuse me. Baxa out wide to the left. Under center is Damasca. Damasca going to hand it off up the middle. Try to get it to Soto. He bounced off one tackler and coming up and making a big hit is Gavin Espinoza. It'll be a gain of three, but that'll make it fourth and four and see what North Branch decides to do. Big decision time. Looks like the offense is staying on the field and now they'll send down the punt unit. Coach Furman thought about it. So on fourth and five, they send out the punter. Looks like that's Damasca back to punt. Two gunners out to the left. No one back to return for the Pioneers. They're expecting the fake. Damasco takes a snap, low snap, and he's going to boot it with his left leg. It's going to go over midfield, bounce at about the 38 of Croslex, and take a slight bounce back towards the 40, where it will be down by the Broncos. And that's where the Pioneer offense will take over first and 10 from their own 39-yard line. Pioneers lead 6 nothing, 7 4 left to go in the first quarter. From near the right hash. Crosslex, again, did not need to put it in the air in their opening drive, and they were efficient as efficient could be. So get ready to speed that one up, speed this up a bit. Kirk Wilson in the backfield. Wilson. To the left of Townsend, take the snap, dropping back is Townsend, looking in the pocket, stepping up, gonna throw up a jump ball and that's gonna be over the head of number seven, Sage Slanek, one of the favorite targets of Townsend. Second and 10 from their own 39 yard line. Pioneers decide to try to take a shot on their first snap of their second possession. Looks like they're bringing in that heavy set package. Looks like three tight ends to the right, one to the left, one back in the backfield with Townsend. Townsend takes a snap, goes to handoff to Mayo. It's going to be a keeper. Townsend to the near side across the 40 to the 45, and he'll run out of bounds at about the 48 yard line, and that might be just enough for the first down. It depends on the spot. They're going to say he's on the 49 and it's gonna be about six inches the Pioneers need to move the chains. Keeping that power package in. Out of the gun, Townsend takes it, hands it off to Mayhew. He finds a hole, he gets across midfield and tackled just shy of the 45 yard line. Gain of five, first down, Cross Lex. Now they're back into Bronco territory. First and 10 from the 46 yard line. 6.45 left to go in quarter number one. Pioneers up by six after their two-point conversion was stuffed on their last touchdown. Again, no change. Coach LeGros saying, until you stop it, we're running with this power set. Out of the gun. Townsend takes a snap. Fakes the handoff to maybe. He's going to take up the middle. Got room to run. Across the 45-40. And he looks to cut back. And he's finally brought down by swoosh. <laughs> Aiden swoosh. After a gain of 12 down to the the North Branch 34-yard line, another first down for Cross-Lex, and North Branch going to use their second timeout of the half, not even halfway through the first quarter, and Cross-Lex has been hitting on all cylinders early. See what the Pioneer or what the Broncos want to do to adjust to this heavy set package that the Pioneers have been using. Way different from what Coach LeGros' MO is, but he, he had a changeup for this game. He thinks he can out physical this North Branch Bronco team, and through the first five minutes and 39 seconds he's been right it's been all cross lex six nothing they lead 621 left to go in the first quarter it'll be first and 10 from the north branch 34 yard line the biggest thing i've noticed between these two teams the, in the trenches that front five for cross lex has been getting a lot of a lot of push and denied any penetration from north branch Going to stay in that heavy package. Three tight ends to the right, one to the left. Mayhew, the running back to the left of Townsend. Townsend takes the snap, hands it off to Mayhew. He's going to go inside the tackle, and he lowers his head, falls down about the 30-yard line. Gain of four, second and six. Nose of the football, kissing the 30-yard line of North Branch. North Branch going to make a quick change, bringing in a little more weight in the middle. Dylan Schmidt checks in at defensive tackle. Again, same package. Three tight ends to the right, one to the left. Townsend out of the gun, takes a snap. Going to drop back, looking to pass, rolling out. Got a man in his face. He steps up in the pocket, throws it deep, and it's caught in the end zone. He hits Kirk Wilson for the score from 30 yards out. It is now 12-0 Pioneers lead here just halfway through the first quarter. Looks like they're going to go for two once again. Going to stay at the heavy package. Townsend out of the gun. And they hand it off again to Mayhew, and he, once again, gets stuffed going up the middle. So two touchdowns, but can't convert on either two-point conversion. 5.45 left to go in the first quarter. cross 12, North Branch nothing. Pioneers just extended their lead on the 30-yard pitch and catch from Townsend to Wilson. The cross offense is what we were thinking it could be before the season. It is rolling on all cylinders. Again, 5.45 left to go. Still a 12-0 lead, but what North Branch needs a, a settle-down drive right here. They need one where they just methodically move the ball, get a couple first downs, and more importantly, keep your defense off the field for a little bit. The way that cross offense moves, if you go three and out and punt it right back, that's going to be uh, a tough ask of your defense to somehow... You know, get the, get their win back in such a quick time.
1: The ball for your pioneers.
5: Geiger kicked a line drive kick last time, and it was uh, Groppy Tony Groppy that made a great tackle in the open field. Have Klaus and Swoosh back there. the Run up and an end over end kick. It's going to go to Swoosh. He's going to catch it with the heels at the 18-yard line. Starts to move up, goes across to 25, goes to the far side. 25, 30, 35, and he gets wrapped up and brought down just shy of the 40. So a good starting field position for the Broncos. It'll be first and 10 from the far hash on their own 38-yard line. Damasca leading his team out for the second time tonight. From under center, one man in the backfield, that's Soto. Now they're gonna move a couple different backs in there including Chapman. Broncos snap down, they're gonna hand it off up the middle to Soto and he gets met just past the line of scrimmage. 44 meets 44. That's Zach Mayhew on the tackle for the Crosslex Pioneers. It'll be second and seven. Maybe a little bit of a generous spot for uh, North Branch, but nothing major. From the 42-yard line, 5.17 to go in the first quarter. 12-0 Crosslex leads here in this BWAC showdown. Soto going to come off for a minute just a little gingerly, shaking off the left ankle. Masca breaks the huddle. He's only ran it once, but it was a, su- a successful one from the left hash. One man in the backfield. Going to take the snap, hand it off up the middle. He's got room to work, and Ryan Henny, Henny drags the defender down to about the 42, maybe 43-yard line. They're going to spot it just in between the two. It'll be third and a yard and a half for North Branch. Four and a half minutes left to play here in quarter number one. Pioneers still lead 12-0. Damasca takes his time. And North Branch yet to try to throw a pass so far. And you have basically all 11 players for Crosslex in the box. Under center, Damasca. Takes a snap. Going to hand it off up the right side. He gets met near midfield, but he spins off a tackle and falls forward into Pioneer territory. First down on the run from Aiden Swoosh. It'll be a gain of about four. First and ten. North Branch now under four minutes and counting for quarter number one. 12-0 Cross-Lex holds the lead. North Branch just taking their time, more importantly, letting the defense look at some of the film on the sideline, letting them figure out how they want to adjust to something. I don't think the Broncos were prepared for, and rightfully so. I don't know who would have been prepared for this. From the crosslex 49-yard line, under center, Damasca. Trio of running backs behind him. Takes a snap, hands it off up the middle. Got room to run is Henny. Henny to the left side, and he gets past the 40, and to the 38 yard line gain of 11. That'll be another quick first down for North Branch. Moving the ball pretty efficiently here. Antonio Soto, one of the few seniors on this Bronco roster checks in. From the left hash on the 38 yard line. First and 10 North Branch. One man split out wide. That again is Baxa. Damaska yelling out a check to his offense. One man behind him is Soto. Damasca puts a man in motion. Hands it off on the jet sweep. And trying to cut it up is Aiden Swoosh. But he had nowhere to go. And tackled in the backfield by number 28, Kirk Wilson, the senior. That's going to be a loss of four. Uh, nope. Down box got a little too excited. Loss of two, second and 12 coming up from the 40-yard line of Cross-Lex. Wing T's a lot of give and take. If you stay ahead of the chains, it is such a tough offense to, to stop. But one negative play like that, second and twelve, that severely limits your playbook. Again, North Branch has yet to attempt a pass here this game. 204 left to go in the first quarter, 12 0. Crosslex leads from under center Damasca. One man split out to the left. That's back. So Soto behind him in the backfield. Puts a man in motion. Gonna hand it up to Soto. Ball comes out! There's a, there's a pile for it. That ball pops straight up in the air. Crosslex fell on it. Just a bad handoff. That ball popped straight up. And a promising drive is cut short. Croslex will get it first and 10 on their own 40-yard line. Buck 50 left to go in the first quarter. They already lead by a dozen. Don't know if that was a quarterback option or a design fake, but it looked like Soto tried to hold on to it just too long or Damasca didn't pull it quick enough. Either way, not what you want after you've gotten a few first downs. That high-powered Croslex offense gonna come back onto the field. And looks like at least for the first play we'll get a little bit of spread action from the Pioneers. Five wide outs. Three to the right of Townsend, two to the left. North Branch showing blitz, they'll send six. Dropping back, Townsend, he steps up, tries to avoid one man, throws at the last second and it's just through the hands of a jumping Kirk Wilson. It was Ryan Henney in coverage for the Broncos. Soon as North Branch saw that Crosdex was going five wide, they were sending the pressure. Second and 10 from their own 40. And they're going to stick with the five wide out look. Sage Slanek on the far side being man to man press coverage. They are going to put a man in the backfield that looks like Wilson. Taking a snap, handing it off, up the middle. No, it's going to be a keeper by Townsend. To the right side, takes him, and it tries to change direction. Gets wrapped up and brought down after a gain of five. Third and five coming up from their own 45-yard line. 90 seconds and counting left to go in quarter number one. From the 45 yard line, Townsend taking the snap, dropping back, he's got time in the pocket. Looking, looking, he's trying to escape and he's gonna get sacked all the way back at the 30 yard line, loss of 15. That's not on the offensive line. They gave him about five seconds to throw. That's just great coverage by the Bronco secondary. That's gonna force a punt on fourth and 20. And that's a great response by North Branch's defense after what could have been a back breaking fumble. They're gonna get the ball back. And likely in positive territory. Looks like it's Landon Swoosh back to return. Low snap there. Kick gets off line drive. Swoosh is going to let it bounce. And it might have been better serve for him to pick it up. It goes about 15 yards towards the uh, North Branch end zone. It'll be first and 10 North Branch where it was down at the 32-yard line. 23.2 seconds left to go. Crosslex 12, North Branch nothing. North Branch looking to kind of continue a lot of the success they had on their previous drive just minus the fumble. And North Branch yet to attempt a pass. Their offense has been hitting in spurts. Damasca coming out for their third drive of the quarter. Gonna have Soto in the backfield. It looks like you have Aiden Swoosh back there along with Lucas Chapman. Nobody split out wide. Tight end to either side of Damasca. From the left hash, Damasca takes it. On a little counter option, it's gonna go to Aiden Swoosh. He's gonna get tackled. By about the 35-yard line, maybe to the 36. Call a gain of three. It'll be second and seven. But that'll be the last play of quarter number one. After 12 minutes of football, Crosslex 12. North Branch nothing. We'll be back in a minute here on GetStuckOnSports.com.
3: Every grandma knows. get stuck GetStuckOnSports.com is where the grandkids play. To hear you
4: say that makes me love you, baby.
3: Making lots of memories. It's your kids. It's your schools. It's your sports. Do you have the right
9: financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810 987 5370. That's 810 987 5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC.
2: Buying or selling a home, you need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real
10: estate
3: needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. First play
5: of quarter number two. Going to be a handoff up the middle. And dragging a few defenders is Swoosh. He'll get past the first down marker. Gain of eight. First and ten from their own 44-yard line. Again, Cross-Lax defensive coordinator Mike Sheridan just daring north branch to throw the football they have yet to do so here in quarter number two they trail 12 nothing they have the ball on their own 44 yard line damasca takes a snap and it looks like now here's the first pass play action gonna throw it up the near sideline and it is knocked away by joey scarmazino intended pass for antonio soto that was a good play fake by damasco got me to bite for a second. Second and 10 coming from their own 44. Near the left hash. North Branch working right to left now as the sun is almost completely down behind the clouds on the western end of the field. North Branch in their all-white road uniform, silver helmet with the NB logo on either side. cross in their home, all blue, with the white and blue dual-color helmet. Damascus takes a snap, dropping back, pass number two. He's going to get hit in the backfield. It's going to be a loss of about nine Initial contact made by number 45, Landon Butler. So it's going to be third and a country mile. All the way back on their own 34. Line to gain is the Cross Lex 46. So they tried to pass a couple times. A big personnel shift. So... North Branch tried to throw it a couple times. Did not work out so well. It's going to be overload. Le- no, they're going to move around a couple guards and tackles. Damascus now they're just really trying to change everything up. Damasca going out wide, going from the Wildcat. It is going to be Hacking, the quarterback, and Michael Gro didn't like what he saw, and he burned his first time out. 1034 to go in quarter number two 12 nothing cross lex leads but a third and a mile coming up after the timeout again we have two games on tonight dennis stuckey is at memorial stadium port here on northern taking on east point last i saw near the end of the first quarter it was three nothing huskies see if we can get you any other updates uh I believe that was really the only other game going on in the area. Ubley is up 7 nothing on Laker to start the second quarter. But last night was a fun night. A lot of good teams, a lot of good games from around the area. I was at Emily City, Richmond. That was a great game. The Blue Devils survived a very tough matchup got over uh six turnovers to hold on to beat the Spartans in what was just a typical B-Wac game. Emily City played hard, just didn't quite have the guns to pull off the upset. 10-34 here to go here at Crosslex High School. It is third and call it about 19 and North Branch going to go in that same trick formation. Hacken going to be the quarterback. Out of a wild cut. It's gonna be a pass over uh, to uh, Damascus. It's gonna be a double pass and it is dropped just north of the 45 yard line. Almost hit Trey Hebbard. But the double pass did not work and that's gonna for- force a North Branch punt. 10.27 to go in quarter number two. Damasca on to punt again. Again, no one back to return for Kroslachs. Two gunners out to the right. Going to be a little shift. Someone from the shield goes up on the line of scrimmage. Putting a man in motion. Snap's going to go over the head of Damasca. He's running back. He's going to have to pick it up the five. He's going to try to get the punt off, and he managed to do a line drive kick. He gets it past the 50, and it's going to take a north branch hop. Oh my goodness, that was almost disastrous for North Branch, but the athleticism and the poise of Will Damasca to get that kick off just saved North Branch 60 yards, maybe six points. And it'll be first and 10, Cross Lex from their own 40 yard line, but it was inches away from being first and goal for Cross Lex. 12-0, Crosslex leading North Branch, 10-16 left to go in quarter number two. Jake Townsend coming out for his fourth drive. Big sack is what stalled the drive last time for the Pioneers. Slanek the, the wide out to the near side. He is manned up tightly by Griffin Mayberry. Out of the gun. Townsend takes it. He's going to keep it. Try to go up the middle. Bounces to the outside. Across the line of scrimmage to the 45. Gets runs out of bounds at the 47. Gain of eight. No, they're going to say, oh, well, one official has him at the 47. One had him at the 49. Now they'll put him back at the 47. Second and about three. And it looks like that heavy package coming back in for Crosslex. Zach Mayhew. Seems to be the feature back in this beef package. Townsend going to go out of the gun. Last play out of this was actually a pass to Kirk Wilson. He's lined up at tight end. Out of the gun, Townsend takes it. He's going to be a kitchen sink left. Everyone going to the left side. Townsend cuts it up. He falls down near midfield, and he might have got just enough for the first down. And they're gonna say yes. First down, Croslex. About <laughs> he got the very minimum needed to move the chains, but it'll be first and ten from the left hash of midfield. Twelve nothing. Croslex leads just now. South of ten minutes to go in the first half. Croslex staying at the power package. Three tight ends to the right. Townsend takes it. Gonna hand it off to Mayhew. Up. No, he pulls it. Going to the left side, and he jukes out one defender finally brought down after a gain of four second and six coming from the 44-yard line of North Branch and Back on the the Townsend gonna go out of the gun but it will be in that heavy package again three tight ends to the field side and there's gonna be a flag that comes out. The first one that wasn't on a kickoff. It's going to be offsides against Cross-Lex. So someone lined up too far forward, and that's going to set them back the, basically the five yards that Townsend just gained. Officially, we'll call it second and 11 from their own 49-yard line. See what Coach Mike Legro wants to do. Stay with the heavy package or spread it out again. They're going to keep the heavy package in, second and long. Out of the gun, Townsend. Hands it off to Mayhew. Going to try to get through the hole, and he gets through one defender, and he carries a few more for about three extra yards. That looked like it was going to be a gain of two, and Mayhew turned it into a gain of about six. Third and five coming up from the 45-yard line of North Branch. 852 and counting here in quarter number two. 12 0 Croslex leads. It has been the defenses that have stepped up since the first couple drives. And maybe some adjustments by North Branch. It's basically been 11 men in the box for both defenses the last couple drives. Townsend takes the snap. He's gonna keep drop back. He's rolling out to the left, tries to fire pass, and it's juggled and ultimately dropped. He fired a sidearm bullet. Look like that was intended for Landon Butler. Butler had a big sack on defense, but he was juggling that one with, uh, with a few defenders draped all over him. And let's see if they send out the punt unit. It looks like they will. So for the second time, the punt unit comes on. Although North, I don't think either side trusts the punt team for either team. They have swoosh back to return, but he's about 15 yards. He's starting to edge back. North Branch looked like they were trying to bring some pressure. The punt is going to be a great one. It's going to bounce at about the 10, go inside the five, and it's going to be just across the goal line. Oh, he was no more than a eighth of that football broke the plane. That was almost as per- picture-perfect as a punt as you could have had. But as it stands, it will be first and 10 from the 20 for North Branch. 8-19 left to go in the first half. 12 nothing. Croslex leads. Seems like the Pioneers caught North Branch off guard with their power package. But since then, Broncos have made adjustments. And uh, Croslex isn't moving the ball like they did back in the first quarter. North Branch looking for their first points. They put up 42 against Redford Thurston a week ago. They have barely crossed the 50. When they did, they gave the ball back to Cross-Lex on a fumble. Damasca going to be under center. Again, three running backs behind him. Wing T look. Going to be a handoff to the right. I believe that was Soto on the carry. Gets maybe two yards. Second and eight coming up from the 22-yard line. Kirk Wilson on the tackle. Also give, uh, give Tony Groppy credit for half a tackle there as well. Damasca jogs to the huddle. It's a little weird going from first gear to sixth gear with both offenses. North Branch, very methodical, using a lot of the play clock. Damasca going to shift his offense, going to put one man out wide. That's Baxa. So now only 10 men in the box defensively for cross Uh, They're going to take the snap. Damasca fakes the handoff on the jet sweep. He's going to try to cut it up the middle and maybe got back to the line of scrimmage if he's lucky. That's going to be no gain. Third and eight coming up for North Branch. North Branch yet to complete a pass. They've tried three. One, one was an incompletion. One was a sack. And the other one was a double pass that was nearly completed but just went through the hands of a receiver that was draped in coverage. Checking into the game, Ryan Henney. Masca takes his time. Heading to the huddle. And they have ten seconds to get this playoff. They're gonna have to hurry, otherwise you're gonna have to delay a game. And Coach Jeremy Furman gonna burn his third and final timeout here in quarter number one. Six thirty-seven left to go. Or excuse me, quarter number two the first half. Six thirty seven left to go in the first half. Twelve nothing. Cross Lex leads over North Branch. And a uh, a odd score coming from Memorial Stadium. Five nothing. Northern leads, leads East Point. Uh, it's been a field goal and a safety for Northern. Looks like it was Luke Fletcher, along with some other Huskies that got the, the safety there. Here at Crosslock, still 12-0. The Pioneers scored on their first two drives, have not done much since. Now North Branch gets the ball to start the second half. If they can march down the field, even if they get three points, they'll get the ball in. They can make this a real close game. I know the coaches love to double dip those touchdowns at the end of the half and start of the third quarter. But they have to convert a third and eight coming out of the break. And so far, they haven't really uh, converted any passes. Three attempts, a sack, and two incompletions. So officially 0 for 2. Looks like they're going to have two men split out wide. Wow, North Branch getting a little fancy. That's Howe and Baxa putting the receiver in motion. Jet sweep, getting off of a tackle is Henny. Henny tries to get past the 25, eventually wrapped up. Looks like it was a couple different pioneers. Joey Scarmazino probably going to get the credit for that tackle. So it was a gain of about two, fourth and six coming up. And let's see if they send the punt unit on. Looks like they're going to. Last snap went way over the head of Damasca, and he saved points from going on the board, getting kind of a fire drill kickoff. Again, no Pioneer back to return the kick. Damasca. Back there. This snap slower, but way more accurate. Kick is a booming one. That's gonna get way into Pioneer territory. Bounces at the 43 across the 40. Gonna roll all the way to the 35 yard line. Where it finally comes to rest. 543 left to go in the first half. 12-0. Croslack still leads. They've been going with more of a power package. Still same concepts. They still want to get get out there and and run the ball and and Get snaps off quickly. They're just not spreading the field as much. Let's see if that changes with about oh, it's just under six minutes left to go in the first half. Pioneer offense coming out once again after their first two drives ended in points. It's been all North Branch's defense. Trips to the right for Townsend. One man out to the left. Back to his left. Townsend takes a snap. It's going to be a keeper going up the middle. He bounces off one tackler and gets, gets wrapped up by the ankle. Looked like it was Aiden Swoosh on the tackle. Going to be a gain of six. We're going to get all the way down to seven. A uh, gain of seven all the way down to the 42. Second and three coming up for Croslax. Slanik out to the right along with number 81, Jack Oliver. Two out to the left. That is, looks like there's a couple receivers out to the left, can't quite get their number. Kirk Wilson the back in the backfield with Townsend. He's out of the gun. From the left, Hash puts a man in motion. That's Gonzalez. Takes a snap and hands it up off the middle to Wilson, and he tries to fight towards the first down marker. He won't get there. It'll be a gain of two, bringing up third and a yard from their own 44-yard line. And here comes the power package of Cross-Lex. integral part of this game plan. They're just gonna go man to man, saying we can push you back three feet and get this first down. 426 to go in the first half, 12-nothing. The score has remained since about halfway through the first quarter. Out of the gun, Townsend, one back to his right. Three tight ends to the left, takes a snap, he's going to run it up the middle, and a big lead block, Townsend takes it to the outside, the 50, 45, 40, foot race, 35, 30, 25, 20, and he finally goes out of bounds, deep into Bronco territory. I believe that was Zach Mayhew with the lead block, and that allowed Jake Townsend to spring it out to the to the sideline, where he was off to the races. They're going to say he stepped out at the 27-yard line, first and ten from deep in Bronco territory, 406 to go in the half. CrossLex has two timeouts. North Branch has none, keeping with the power package. Mayhew to the left, taking the snap as Townsend handed off to Mayhew. He gets through one arm tackle and is eventually wrestled down. That was number 10, Will Damasca on the tackle. Gain of about five. Second and five, coming up from the, 20, uh, it's called second and six from the 23 yard line. Checking in on the defense for North Branch, Antonio Soto, is now crosslex lex gonna try to maybe kill a little bit of clock. Slowing down a high throttle offense. Trying to manage the clock the right way. Again, same package. Three tight ends to the right, one to the left. Back to the left of Townsend is Mayhew. Takes a snap, going to be a quarterback keeper. Going up the middle, lowers his shoulder, and maybe gets two yards. He just ran into a sea of white jerseys. Gain of two, third and four coming up from the twenty, about the 21-yard line of North Branch. Under three minutes to go now in the first half. Cross-Lex looking to extend their 12-0 lead they have on North Branch. It'll be third and four from the left hash. Three tight ends to the right, one to the left. Taking the snap, Townsend. Going to hand it off to Mayhew. He slips down at about the 21. That's going to be gain of maybe a yard. Fourth and three coming up in decision time for Mike LeGros. Two and a half minutes left to go here in the first half. See if they want to try a long field goal. And I think uh, Coach LeGros is going to wind down this play clock until the last second then burn a timeout. Nothing coach Jeremy Furman can do about it. He's out of timeouts. So he'll take it under two minutes. Everyone just kind of staring at the clock right now, waiting for the official, puts his right arm up, indicating 10 seconds left to go on the play clock. Three, two, one, timeout call. That's the second one used by Cross-Lex. And a critical fourth and three coming up. 150 left to go. The good news is for Coach LeGrow, and I'm going to presume he's going for it, is that even if you don't get it, the way North Branch's offense is set up, if you don't give up a huge busted play on the run, it's going to be tough for them to go the length of the field in such a short time. It's the catch-22 of the wing T. You get ahead, it is really nice to have the wing T and just eat clock, eat clock, eat clock. But the two-minute drill gets a lot tougher. North Branch still yet to complete a pass in this game. So a big fourth and three. Don't know if... Uh, if Cross-Lex is going to come out in that power package once again to try and spread the field, Croslex in their own right, hasn't really tried to throw it too much. The ones they have, the biggest one, a, uh, t- a 30 yard completion to Kirk Wilson for a touchdown out of the power package. But coming out of the timeout, Buck 50 left to go in quarter number two. 12 0. Croslex leads behind two touchdowns. But the two point conversions were both stuffed. With 5.31 left to go in quarter number two, uh, Northern leads East Point 5-0 still. It has been a battle of the defenses, but coming out of the timeout. Townsend, out of the gun. He's going to have, again, the power package, all the beef to his left. He's going to drop back to pass. He's going to try to avoid one man. He's going to get hit. He's going down. It's going to be a loss of about 10, and another big stop by that Bronco defense. They will have a minute 44 to go about 63 yards, 67 yards rather, for a touchdown. Second sack of the game for the North Branch defense. And they were well prepared for that play. This Cross-Lex defense has been stout. The one drive, they've given up multiple first downs. Well, I don't know if they forced a fumble, but the ball popped out and they fell on it. Either way, I'm sure Mike Sheridan will take it for his defense. Ball we placed in the middle of the field. See what North Branch comes out with it. They're going to come out of the from under center. They're going to try to go out of the shotgun. They're going to have two men split out to the left. That's Baxa, who still has yet to receive a target, and it looks like Griffin Mayberry. From under center, Damascus takes it, going to hand it off on the jet sweep, bouncing off one defender as Henny, but eventually getting wrapped up just past, or maybe not even to the line of scrimmage. Look like on the tackle, Gavin Espinoza got in there. Along with Kirk Wilson, it's called no gain. Second and 10. From the 33-yard line of North Branch. North Branch has no way to stop the clock. They might be content going into the half down 12. They do get the ball to start quarter number three. Full wing T formation for North Branch. Damasco takes snap, hands it off the middle. That's going to be Soto. He's rumbling and tumbling. He's going to carry a few Croslec defenders. He gets a gain of about 14 yards, first and 10 at the North Branch 42-yard line. Under a minute left to go. Damasca getting his team in hurry-up mode. That's where the awareness and the poise of the junior quarterback comes into play. Three backs behind him. Getting set north branch, taking the snap, handing it off. It is going to, No, it's going to be Damascus on a keeper. He's going to take it to the outside. He's going to get about six, seven yards, and he's going to step out of bounds on the near sideline with 45.7 seconds left to go in the first half. It'll be a gain of six, second and four coming up for the Broncos, and they get a chance to take a breath and drop a play they quite like. On the near hash, cross, cross lex trying to keep the shutout going in the first half. They just have to hold on for 45 more seconds. Twins out to the right. That is Henny and Baxa. Under center, Damasca. Soto the lone back behind him. Taking the snap, Damasca. Dropping back, he's getting pressure. He's throwing a huge jump ball and that's just going to fall out of bounds caught it was caught by Joey Scaramazzino but he was about 10 feet out of bounds he just got rid of that one receiver was in the area so no intentional grounding Landon Butler was in his face
0: third
5: and four coming up for north branch they trail cross lex 12 nothing just a tick under 40 seconds left to go in quarter number one Going to be one man split out either side baxa to the right and that is mayberry to the left out of the out of the pistol is damasca dropping back he's under pressure he throws up a 50 50 ball mayberry and he's gonna he's gonna catch it but did he stay in bounds no, they're going to say he's out of bounds. North Branch sideline does not like it, but it might have been a heads-up play. I believe that was Scarmazino in coverage. He didn't try to knock the ball away. He just pushed him out of bounds. That is a heads-up play by a sophomore. Fourth and four, uh, 30 seconds left. And now this is an interesting decision. Cross-Lex offense, although hasn't had to yet, can hit pretty quickly. See if North Branch wants to punt or go for it. Can never tell with Damascus at quarterback. They're gonna line up like they're going for it. Three men in the backfield for North Branch. Damascus under center, taking the snap. He's gonna hand it off a little counter and he's got nowhere to go. Met in the backfield by Zach Mayhew. It'll be a loss of one and a turnover on downs. Crosslex has 28 seconds to go 46 yards and add to their lead. That, that's a tough decision because you know Crosslex has the ability to hit a big play at any time. I believe they have one, they, they have one timeout left in their back pocket. 28.6 seconds to go. Cross Lex leads 12 0. Getting the ball in the right hash. I don't imagine uh, Coach LeGros is going to be the one to be passive and just run out the clock here. I'm going to imagine a shot's going to be taken, and it looks like it trips to the left. Lone man to the right is Slanek. In the backfield with Townsend is Wilson. Out of the gun. Townsend drops back, looking to the left, now to the right. It's going to be a little hitch route to Slanek. Catches at the 40, stiff arms one, and gets out of bounds at about the 30-yard line. It'll be a first down, and the clock stops with two, 22.2 seconds left to go on the scoreboard. They're going to place the ball officially at the 31. Again, Crosslex has one timeout in the back of their pocket, although scoreboard saying both sides have two. I know that's not correct. Trips to the left, one man to the right. Slanek, the lone man to the right, playing way off. Dropping back, Townsend, looking, looking, he's under pressure. He fires over to Slanek, and that one's too low. He, there was a lot of pressure on Townsend. He just had to get rid of that one. 18 and a half seconds left to go in the first half. Can put pass stop the car. Seconds to on the 31-yard line of North Branch, lex going to snap it from the right hash. It is second and 10. And I have to imagine if they don't take a shot to the sideline like they did the last two times, they're going to go for the end zone. And every cornerback playing off by about 10 yards on the Crosslex wide receivers. North Branch showing blitz. They send six, dropping back Townsend. He fires it off. The hand's intercepted. Going the other way. Henny. And he gets tackled just inside the 30-yard tw- the line, hit off the hands of the crosslex receiver, and just as quickly as they got the ball back, North Branch will go back on offense, see if they have a trick play drawn up or if they're content going into the half. Down 12-0. They've already shown the double pass so far tonight. Don't know if Coach Jeremy Furman has any other tricks up his sleeve. Jake Townsend threw a couple picks last game. That's the first one he's thrown so far tonight. That one hit off the hands and went right into the arms of Ryan Hetty. And Damasca coming out. Going to have twins to the right. So it looks like they might try and take a shot. They have 12.6 seconds left to go. And now Damasca flipping the formation. Going to send the two receivers to the wide side of the field. Damascus under center puts a man in motion. He gives the handoff. That's gonna to be the to Henny. Henny trying to get to the outside across the 30 and he gets tackled at the 35 yard line. Gets out of bounds with 6.8 seconds left to go. Still 65 yards they have to go to get Paydirt. Scaramuzino in on the tackle. Again, North Branch has no timeouts. I'd imagine if they throw it, it's gonna be a quick shot towards the sideline, if they don't get a first down on this play, they're going to have no chance to stop the clock. Two tight end look, one to either side of Damascus. Now they're going to go into that trick formation where Hacken is the quarterback. Damascus split out wide, and a timeout is called by Coach LeGros right as they snapped. It looks like it was going to be speed option to the field side, and that will be the last timeout of the half. That Croslex has six point eight seconds left to go in quarter number two. Twelve nothing. Croslex leads. North Branch looking for some kind of crazy broken play to get on the scoreboard before they head to the locker room. Tell you what, I didn't know what this game was going to be. I did not expect twelve nothing right before the half. If anything, I thought it was going to be a track meet. And if you were to ask me, I thought a slow, sluggish game. Well, sluggish is the wrong term. Grinded out game. Would, would help North Branch. They have yet to get in the end zone. A few mistakes, a few really nice plays by Croslex's defense has helped them out. And their defense, after not really knowing what to do with that power set from Crosslex, has adjusted very nicely. 6.8 six seconds. Six seconds left to go. North Branch coming out of the huddle. Full wing T look. And they're going to shift again. This time, Damascus staying under quarterback. Looks like trips to the left and one man out to the right. Putting a man in motion. That's Soto. It's going to be a quick screen. It's going to be another double pass. But he just throws that one up and out of bounds. And they will actually get one more playoff with .9 seconds left. So they tried the same double pass just with someone else throwing it. They threw it to Aiden Swoosh. So this will unequivocally be the last play of the half. See if Croslex just goes in full prevent. Not sending anyone too far back. I know you don't want to give the, the runners space, but they have to go officially 64 yards to the end zone. Unless there's a penalty on the defense, this will be the last play of the half. Under center, Damasca. Takes a snap, hands it up in the middle. Soto, he's going to run up the middle. He's going to get the first down, not that it matters. And he's stood up by a host of Pioneers at the 45-yard line. And that's where we'll end the first half. Defensive struggle here at cross Lex. The Pioneers 12, North Branch nothing. We will head to our halftime break. And when we come back, we'll tell you how you got here. You're listening to High School Football get stuck on GetStuckOnSports.com.
3: There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com.
4: Your kids, your schools, your sports. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet...
10: Mama Vicky's a port here on Original since 1923.
6: Magna International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand-new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water Area High School Athletics.
3: Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
5: Back here on on GetStuckOnSports.com at the half, crosslex twelve. North Branch nothing. It looked like cross offense was going to be clicking on uh, all cylinders. They came out, and first drive, they came with a power package about the fourth play of the game and able just to run it right at the heart of North Branch's defense. It was uh, it was impressive, to say the least. They were just marching down the field, and then it was a long touchdown run. Uh, I believe it was, yes, 24 yards by Zach Mayhew to give the Pioneers a 6-0 lead. Not even two minutes into the game. They would get a stop on defense. And then Townsend would find Kirk Wilson for a 30-yard touchdown pass. 12-0. Crosslex led. That was with 545 left in the first quarter. After that point, no one would reach the red zone for either side. Defenses have been dominating North Branch will get the ball to start the second half when we come back. Tell you about some other scores because there are a few games going on around the area. We'll check in on those. Dennis has had uh, an interesting first half at Port here on Northern. Give you some scores from last night. You're listening to High School Football and GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
3: Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Hi, Chip Mortimer here.
2: So much depends on your roof. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at sheridanagency.com.
8: Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's JEPSON CarCO.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride.
3: Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
5: Back here on GetStuckOnSports.com. At the half, Cross Lux leads North Branch 12-0. And you think this is a defensive game. Dennis has a much more defensive, probably uglier game than this one. It is Northern 5, East Point nothing at the half. Total yardage, 64. That's for both teams, folks. Northern has 53 yards of offense. East Point has 11 11 yards of offense, and you're down five at the break. That, that's not the worst situation to be in. Only other game of note from the area going on tonight. Ubley taking on Elkton Pidgeport Laker, and they are up 21 nothing at the half. Uh, had a myriad of games last night, and let me run down who uh, how those all went. I was at Richmond, and they struggled, but they beat – Mlay City 28 to 20 had to hold on, get a fourth quarter stop. Port Huron beat Warrenwood's Tower 31 to 8. Dakota knocked off Anchor Bay 39 to 7. Marysville ran past center line 49 19, uh, 49 12. St. Clair beat Lakeshore 49 19. Marine City does what Marine City does, beat South Lake 47 to 6. Madison raced New Haven 55 to nothing. Armada blanked Algonac, 37 nothing. Elmont over Yale 43 to seven. Memphis got their first league win since 2013. Josh Nims hit a game-winning field goal as time expired. 23-20 over Brown City. Harbor Beach took care of Cape Pack 54 to eight. Marlette. Big win over Sandusky, 36-12. And Cardinal Mooney improved to 2-0 and on the year with a 31-7 win over Lutheran Northwest. All right, still halftime here at Crosslex High School. Sun is down, lights are up. Full Friday night lights are in effect. 12 nothing. Crosslex leads North Branch. We'll be back in a minute here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP logos.
8: Hustling around town to get the kids to and from practice? Want some of the best burgers on the go? Stop by A&W in Marysville or Elmont and pick up dinner for the whole family. While you're there, don't forget to grab a gallon of their famous root beer. Located on Gratiot in Marysville and on Van Dyke in Elmont. A&W, all American food for the whole family.
1: Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools.
5: Mattress King is here to help everyone get a good night's sleep. Located in Fort Gratiot, Richmond, and Lapeer, Mattress King has the perfect product to fit all needs and lifestyles. Mattress King has gone to great lengths to be your one-stop local shop when it comes to all things bedding. With brands like Serta and Beautyrest, you'll get only the best at Mattress King. Mattress King also offers free deliveries on all orders over $599. When you think sleep, think Mattress King.
2: Did someone say fried chicken? Why, yes, they did. Need a quick meal for your family on the go? Stop in to Vinkier Foods in Wadham's or Elmont and grab an eight-piece chicken dinner meal for only $14.99. That's eight pieces of chicken, two sides, and rolls for only $14.99. Visit Vinkier Foods in Wadham's at the corner of Lapeer and Wadham's Road or in Elmont on Van Dyke. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com.
3: Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on
5: the Get Stuck on Sports halftime show. Both teams coming back out of the field, warming up. North Branch will get the ball first, and uh, it's going to be a big drive. It feels like every play they've been waiting for that one big explosive play because since the halfway point of the first quarter, neither team has even gotten into the red zone uh, offensively been a battle of the defenses and they're two very intelligent football coaches it's going to be a matter of who makes the right adjustments and that's going to be the team that comes out on top 12 nothing cross lex leads north branch pioneers kicking out to start the second half we'll be back in a moment you're going get stuck on sports.com your kids your schools your sports
3: Every grandma knows. Get Stuck on Sports.com is where the grandkids play. To hear you say that
8: makes me love you, baby.
3: Making lots of memories. It's your kids. It's your schools. It's your sports.
10: Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org.
2: For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you.
8: Marine City Nursery is a wholesale retail garden center and gift shop that has been family owned and operated for over 90 years. Located at 5304 Marine City Highway in China Township, Marine City Nursery handles a wide variety of evergreens, deciduous trees, shrubs, and perennials.
2: Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did.
9: When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC.
2: Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval.
5: Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center 4371 24th
2: Avenue Fort Gresham. open 8 to 6 weekdays 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people.
3: Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on getstuckonsports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
5: Back here on getstuckonsports.com getting ready to start the second half here at Crosslex Sun is down, lights are out. Full Friday night lights are in effect. It's a beautiful night for football. Temperature in the mid-60s. And couldn't really ask for anything better. This has been a heavyweight bout. With uh, Crosslex got the first couple punches off. But since then, no one able to land a significant blow. North Branch going to get the ball first to start the second half. Looks like got a pair of Broncos back to return. Klaus. It is Klaus and Swoosh. Geiger's got the ball teed up. 12-0, Crosslex leads. Have not had a score in almost 18 minutes of play. it a run-up and a deep kick. It's going to go to Swoosh. He catches it about the 16-yard line, going to the middle across the 25. Now he works backwards all the way back to the 17-yard line, and he slips down at the 19-yard line. Closest man to him was number five, Gavin Espinoza. He could have been all the way out, maybe past the 25, but he tried to bounce it out, and the athleticism of the Croslex kickoff team pushes him back all the way to the 19. That's where they'll take over. First and 10, down 12-0, 11:52 on the clock in the third quarter, just getting it underway. North Branch moving left to right across your radio dial. Again, in their road whites with their silver helmets. Croslex going to come out defensively, all blue uniforms with the white and blue dual-colored helmet. Will Damasca, the junior signal caller for Lec- or for North Branch. Getting a man on late for Cross Lex. Damasca going under center, two men behind him. Takes a snap, going to hand it off to the right side, and he's going to go into a pile of pioneers. See who got that carry. Looks like it was number three, Lucas Chapman. One of the first times we've called his name tonight. It'll be a gain of about three second and seven coming up from the twenty-two-yard line. And feels like the momentum. No one's really captured the whole momentum in this game. Croslex did score first twice, but neither team's gotten that back breaking play. Will Damasca did a great job on a, a snap that went over his head on fourth down to just punt it away. Otherwise, Crosslex would be up at least 18 to nothing at this point. Speaking of, Damascus under center puts a man in motion. Going to keep it himself. Going to try to go back up in the middle. He bounces off a few tacklers, gets across the 25. I think they're going to say his forward progress was stopped at the 26 to make it a very third and manageable. Call it a third and three for North Branch. DeBras- Damascus got off a few would-be tacklers, and it looks like there's a down Pioneer. Got a man down. He's trying to get up. Looks like number 55, Xander Collins, and Coach Lecro coming out, stretching him himself. Very hands-on coach. Yeah, it looks like a cramp on the on the right leg. 10-23 showing on the clock in quarter number three. nothing. cross Cross-Lex leads, but a pivotal third and three coming up here on the first drive for North Branch. And now Collins is up. They got him some water, and he's going to have to come out for at least a play. So the combined, me and Dennis at two games tonight, combined scores starting the second half, 17 nothing. I have 12 nothing. he has 5 nothing. Looking for the first big offensive play either way. And they're going to start the clock once again. North Branch huddled up near the sideline. Coach Furman giving some instructions on what could be a big third down early in the third quarter. Going to be two running backs in the backfield behind Damasco. Tight end to the left, offset tight end to the left. Takes the ball, hands it off, going to the left side. That's 29 Henny, He gets to the second level. He's still going. 40, 45, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30, 25, 20. He gets pushed down from behind all the way near the crosslex 10. That's the first big play we were waiting for. He just got out into the second level in Ryan Henny. Gives it first in goal, Broncos. 9.52 left to go in the third quarter. That is the first explosive play North Branch has hit here tonight. They're going to put the ball just on the 10. So first in goal, and they need 10 yards to get into the end zone. First and goal from the 10, 12 nothing. Crosslex lead. That lead could be in a little bit of danger here from the left hash. Damasca takes it, running it to the left side. No, that's up the middle, and he got maybe a yard, possibly two. Antonio Soto was met by a host of pioneers. It'll be a gain of one second and goal now from the nine on the left hash. Coach Damasca chogs over to co- talk to Coach Jeremy Furman. Damasca hustling back to the huddle. First and goal, or second and goal from the nine of Cross-Lex. On the left hash, one man split out wide, that's Gabe Baxa. Under center, Damasca, one man behind him is Soto. Puts a man in motion, takes a snap. Going to hand it off to Soto. He tries to bounce it off a would-be tackler, and he almost looked like he used his helmet to stay up. And he gains about two. It'll be third and goal from the seven. Nice tackle from Skarmazino. Been saying his name a lot defensively. The sophomore at linebacker, and now third and seven. That was a betting man. I'd say this is four-down territory. So a nice couple of uh, plays for the cross defense after giving up the long, explosive run. Third and goal from the left hash. Damasca flipping the formation. He's going to have twins out to his right. He's going out of the gun. Damasca from the gun. Takes the snap, rolling out to his right. He's going to have Pioneers in the face. Throws to the end zone, and it's caught! What a catch and double coverage by Lucas Chapman. Broncos get on the board here. 7.58 left to go in the third quarter. (laughs) What a catch by Lucas Chapman! He had two Pioneers draped all over him. And he was able to bring that in for the first touchdown for North Branch. They're going to bring on number 99, Landon Swoosh, for the PAT. Yeah, it's just loading right now. <laughs> on to hold is Jaron Howland. Good snap, good hold, good kick and that's a beautiful one through the uprights. Broncos do exactly what they want to do out of the break. 12-7, Croslex leads here in quarter number 3 and the Pioneers about to get the ball back for the first time in the second half. was the explosive run by Ryan Henney that set up the third and seven touchdown pass. It was about a 60-some yard run on third and three. He was able to bounce it to the outside and it was off to the races. He wasn't caught till the 10-yard line. 7.58 left to go in the third quarter. 12-7 cross lead. Their offense is going to come out on the field for the first time here in the second half after this kickoff. North Branch kicking off for only the second time tonight. Deep man is Nolan Moore, the junior kick returner. Ball placed on the middle of the 40 and they're gonna kick it deep. It's gonna bounce near the numbers and that's gonna roll out of bounds again. Looked almost exactly like the last kick. So they'll get it first and ten from the 35-yard line. First and ten from the 35-yard line. 7:58 to go here in quarter number three. Cross Lex coming out, and Jake Townsend last time out through an interception. Gonna have trips to the left, tight end to the oh uh, no, that's Sage Slanek out to the right. Gonna hand it off to Wilson. Gonna go off tackle across the 35. Tries to bounce it back. He's gonna stiff arm him, man. He's gonna try to turn it up. He ran about 40 yards to gain four. They're gonna say he's out at the 45. Gain of five. Second and five coming up from the from the uh, near hash, and pioneers working left to right or right to left in the third quarter. Coming out in a spread formation, the Broncos adjusted to their power formation that netted them two touchdowns back in the first quarter. Twins to the far, or trips to the far side, dropping back. Townsend he's gonna throw a little slant, and Wilson catches it, but it's at the line of scrimmage, so that won't uh, that won't get him too much. Wilson had room to run, but Wilson had to just catch that off his shoe tops. Third and five coming up for cross Lex. Near the middle of the field from their own 40-yard line. It's under seven and a half minutes to go now in the third quarter. 12-7. Cross-Lex's lead was just cut into from the North Branch touchdown. The reception by Lucas Chapman. North Branch crowd getting loud right in front of me. Out of the gun. Twins to either side. Dropping back. Townsend is going to throw a deep ball to Slanick, and it's over the hands of the outstretched Slanek. That'll bring up fourth down. Sage Slanick's been silent so far tonight. Somewhat in part to the North Branch defense, but somewhat in part to the play style of CrossLex tonight. They've been trying to run it, haven't tried to throw it too much. When they have, slanek has been a target, but has not done a lot of damage so far tonight. The punt teams out for CrossLex. Swoosh, back to return. Good snap. Punt is off. Again, end over end. Going to bounce at the 31, and a beautiful Pioneer bounce all the way inside the 20 to the 15, and it'll finally stop rolling at the 11. Really nice punt. And Broncos will have to go 89 yards if they want to take the lead. Seems like the Pioneers, but though a little on their heels after the North Branch touchdown. From the right hash, on their own 11-yard line. North Branch coming out one for one on drives in the second half. Pair running backs behind Damasca, that's Henny and Soto. No one split out wide for the Broncos. Damasca takes the snap, gonna hand it off to Henny. He tries to get around one defender, he will not be able to. Pioneer defense hustling to the ball and it looks like uh, maybe a cramp again for Xander Collins, He's clutching at that right leg and yeah, he's gonna go out, get rehydrated. Joey Ramsey checks in for the Pioneers. There's a gain of two, second and eight, coming up for North Branch. From the right hash, North Branch taking their time. 10 men in the box for Cross Lex, walking up almost 11, only one man behind damasca that is soto and put a man in motion that's henny gonna hand it off no drop him back to pass he's gonna fire over the middle and that's gonna be just past the outstretched arms of lucas Chapman. falls incomplete third and eight coming up here for north branch 558 left to go in the third quarter 12-7 broncos lead cross lex excuse me Croslex leads north branch jeez flip that on you Yeah, let's get that straight cross. Lex leads North Branch. 12-7 North Branch with the ball, and they have third and eight coming. There we go. From their own 13-yard line, Damasca going in the huddle along with number 26. That's Griffin Mayberry. Under center, one man split out to the left. Damaska puts a man in motion. He's going to roll out to the left, looking to pass. Got a lot of men on his face. It's going to be a screen. That's caught by Howe. Howe got a blocker in front of him. He's going to get the first down and more down to the 25-yard line. Great play call by Jeremy Furman. Great execution by Will Damasca And Mason Howe, the freshman, gets the big first down on third and long. First and 10 from the North Branch 26-yard line. Even if this drive doesn't result in points, it gets them out of the shadow of their own end zone. And gives them a little breathing room should they need to punt. Damascus under center. Henny and Soto, the running backs behind him. Taking a snap, handing it off to Henny, going off the left side, trying to bounce it to the outside. Going to get a few yards before he is just, in, is just engulfed. Looked like, again, number six, Scarmazino. He has been a problem for the North Branch offense. He flies sideline to sideline. Five oh nine and counting here in the third quarter. 12-7, Cross-Lex leads North Branch. Second and seven coming up from their own 29-yard line on the far hash. North Branch sideline fired up. Cross-Lex sideline a little silent right now. North Branch seemingly all the way on. That third down, although not a big gain, maybe a little bit of a a, a silencer for the Croslex fans and sidelines. Under center, Damasca puts a man in motion. Going to hand it off up the middle, and Soto's going nowhere. Gain of a yard, maybe two if you're lucky. Just past the 30-yard line. We'll call it third and six. They have to get to about the 36-and-a-half-yard line. Again, wasn't sure what this game would be. Did not think it would be a defensive struggle like this. Another key third down for North Branch. Broncos break the huddle. No one split out wide. Trio of running backs behind Damasco. They will shift, send one man out wide to the left. That's Baxa, one man out wide to the right. That's Chapman. Puts Baxa in motion, and Furman's going to take a timeout. North Branch uses their first timeout with 3.42 to go here in the third quarter. 12-7, Pioneers lead. Another big third down coming up from their own 30-yard line. Let's see if we can get you a couple other scores during this break. Ubley leads Laker 27-0 in the third quarter. Ubley uh, looking to... Stay on top. Still (laughs) 5-0 Northern over East Point. Points are at a premium tonight, it seems like. Jeez. Uh, Again, these are two offenses that are used to scoring points. And defenses have both stepped up in a big way. Give credit to both sides. Pioneer coaching staff came up with a very nice game plan to start against North Branch scoring on their first two drives but give the Broncos credit they made adjustments haven't given up a single point since the halfway point of quarter number 1 and we stand here 3:42 left to go in the third quarter 12-7 Crosslex leads North Branch scored on their opening drive of the second half And again we talked about it last night special teams can play such a factor Croslex having to go for two has made this a five-point game and said, well, it could be a seven. Damasco out of the gun, twins to the right, takes the snap, dropping back. The lefty's looking. He's going to just chuck it near the sideline, and that's caught by Chapman. He jumped over top of the defender, Espinosa, for a second huge for third-down conversion. First and ten from their own 41-yard line. Damasca trusted his receiver to go up and get it, and the junior Chapman rose up above the defender and brought it in, first and 10 from their own 41. On the right hash, North Branch, though trailing seemingly has all the momentum right now. Silence from the Croslex sideline right now. Damaska under center, talking with, with Coach Furman, he's going to move Henny to the offset wing. Puts him in motion, takes a snap. and to hand off the middle. Soto's got room to rumble. He's going to get first contact about seven yards downfield. And then a few different pioneers come in for the tackle. Initial contact made by Kirk Wilson. Gain of eight. Second and two coming up. From the right hash north branch just draining this clock it feels like they've had this possession for 10 minutes now they haven't even crossed midfield second and two damasca under center trio of running backs behind him now he's going to move chapman to the offset wing to his right from the right hash under center Damasco puts Chapman in motion takes it hand it off up the middle Henny he gets grabbed by his jersey if it's not for the big man number 65 Kyle Nara uh, that might have gotten out the gate he was holding on for dear life he turned what could have been a gain of 10 20 or more into just a gain of four but it's enough for the first down first and 10 north branch from the cross 47. North Branch trails the Pioneers 12-7 with just over a minute and a half to go here in the third quarter, where they are methodically driving down Cross-Lex's throats right now. Two huge third-down conversions have kept this drive alive that started all the way back on their own 11-yard line. Eventually getting up to the line. are the Broncos, Damasco under center. Three running backs behind him, tight end to his right. Takes the snap, hands it off, and met at the line of scrimmage is Damasca, who pulled the ball at the last second, called a loss of about half a yard, second and 10 still from the 47. Couple different pioneers in on the tackle. PA announcer gives the TFL credit to the entire defensive line. If North Branch wants, they're only going to have to run one more play this quarter. from the top of the Croslex logo on the 47 yard line. Of Croslex, Damascus under center, Soto, the only back behind him. Puts a man in motion, that's Henny. It's gonna be a pass, dropping back. He's just gonna toss that one up and it's intercepted! Going the other way! That's Gavin Espinosa and he runs out of bounds and a huge play by the Pioneer defense, switches the momentum and breathes some lives into the Pioneers. Damasca just tried to throw that ball up and was trying to get that ball to someone, and I don't think that was the smart decision. He might have been trying to throw it away, but that's going to be one of the easier interceptions Gavin Espinoza has all year. First and 10 cross Lex from the North Branch, 48. 21.7 seconds left to go in the third quarter. From the left hash. Momentum shifted on a dime. Gonna be a spread look from CrossLex. lex Trips to the right. One man out to the left. Wilson, the back to the left of Townsend dropping back and there's gonna be a flag right before the play started. False start's gonna be on CrossLex, So that's gonna push him back five yards. It'll be 1st and 15 from their own 47 now. From their own 47. Just over 20 seconds left to play. Out of the gun, Townsend dropping back, looking. He's under pressure. He's going to throw it deep, and that's going to be caught. He won the battle, Espinosa. He's gonna get in the end zone. Touchdown Pioneers. Townsend threw the 50 50 ball to Gavin Espinosa, and he wrestled it away from the defender. Pioneers extend their lead 18 7. Crosslex leads with just a few seconds left to go in the third quarter. That was a one on one down the middle of the field. Townsend trusted his guy Espinoza, and he just wrestled it from the defender. Just a couple minutes ago, it felt like Cross Lex was on their heels. Now they're in full control. Going to go for two. Wilson, the back to the left of Townsend, trips to the right. Townsend takes it. He's going to keep it himself. Quarterback run to the left. He's going to try to get into the end zone, and he does for the two point conversion. 20 to 7. Cross Lex leads North Branch. 8.8 seconds left to go here in the third quarter. So after Gavin Espinosa gets the pick against Will Damasca, he goes 55 yards to the house to expe- extend the pioneer lead. What a pitch and catch, and what a sequence from Gavin Espinosa, the sophomore. So 20-7, and North Branch going to get the ball back. They're going to have to work quickly. You got close. Back for the- Down 13, but the way their offense runs, not designed for quick touchdowns, really only the one explosive play for them led to their lone touchdown. Geiger on to kick. Kickoff is going to be caught by Swoosh. At the 15 of the 20. Going to try to go up the left sideline. 25, 20, 35, 30. To the 40, 45, 50. Cuts back and the Geiger, the kicker, makes the tackle. And that's what North Branch needed. They're going to start in plus territory. They're going to have time for one play. 1.3 seconds left to go in the third quarter. From the 49-yard line of Cross Lex. North Branch, going to run one play before we head to the final quarter. And oh, we'll give you the update at the other side, but East Point takes a six to five lead over Port here on Northern. Damaska. going to go from under center, three running backs behind him. Going to move Basca. Out to the right and shift to more of a veer look. Damasco puts a man in motion. Going to hand it off to Soto. He gets met at the line of scrimmage. He won't gain anything, and that'll take us to the final quarter. Crosslex 20, North Branch 7. Final frame coming up here in a moment on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
3: There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com. (laughs) GetStuckOnSports.com. Kids, your schools, your sports. If your windows stick,
4: slip, squeak, or leak, Replace them with Anderson windows. With low-E glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes, they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement.
2: Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue, in Port
4: Huron. When you run with us on a Gator UTV,
3: Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
5: Start of the fourth quarter, Cross-Lex 20, North Branch seven, Broncos have it second and 10 from the Pioneer 49 yard line. Clock says eleven fifty-nine. and there we go, set to 12. All right, from the Cross-Lex logo, Damascus under center. Three running backs behind him. Taking the snap, handing it off to the right side. Damasco has it. And no, he ended up giving it to Soto. And that's going to be a loss of two or three, pushed back into North Branch territory. Third and 12 coming up from their own 49 yard line. Third and long, presumably four down territory for North Branch. Checking in Griffin Mayberry, checking out Mason Howe. He's the one who caught the screen on the last drive to convert a third and long. Third and 12, no one split out wide. Now they'll shift, going from the gun. One man out to either side. No, it's gonna be twins to the left for Damasca. And a timeout is gonna be called by cross Lex. didn't like the personnel they had out there didn't like something they saw so with 11:07 07 to go in the third or in the fourth Crosslex is up 20 to seven and a big third and long coming up for north branch near midfield again another uh, score Ubly at the end of the third is leading uh, Elkin Elkton Pidgeport Laker 27 to nothing again 1107 cross Lex leads North Branch 20 to seven huge play coming up. Every time, North Branch has kind of shifted on a big critical down. It seems like Cross-Lex has burned one of their timeouts. Each side has two timeouts left. It'll be from their own 49-yard line. From the right hash. It's going to be four down territory for North Branch, so they don't need to get it all here. Ten guys in the box for CrossLex. Now they start to creep back just a bit. Puts a man in motion. Going to drop back. dramatically. he's got time to throw. Going to throw a deep one, and it's going to be incomplete, but a flag comes out, and it's going to be pass interference. Pass was intended for Griffin Mayberry. That's the right call. And honestly, might be the right play for uh, the DB it was called on. I don't know which one it's going to be. They're going to call it on, but if he doesn't kind of impede his progress, that's probably a uh, catch and maybe a touchdown for Croslex. Nice throw from Damasca. Nice pressure. So the third and long converted on the penalty. From the 36-yard line now. They have 10.59 still to go in the game. But you know the Crosslex offense, if they can run it, they can power down and kill some clock. And the way North Branch's offense is set up, you want as much time as possible if you score for a chance to tie or take the lead. One man split out to the left. Soto the only running back behind him. Two men off the ball to either side. Puts a man in motion. That's going to be handed off to Henny. Henny trying to cut it up, but he'll be brought down by Reese Bowling, the junior. Oh, that looks like, excuse me, 44, not 54. Zach Mayhew. Second and 11 from the Crosslex 37. Damasca taking his time. Damasca, again, taking his time. Second and 11 coming up. He's going to have to hurry up, get the snap off. Under 10 seconds, now at five. Damasca got about three, two. Gets the guy set. Puts the man in motion, takes the snap, just gets it off. Handed it off the middle, and Antonio Soto just gets gobbled up at the line of scrimmage. Maybe gains a yard, third and 10 coming up. Another third and long for North Branch. Under 10 minutes to go in the final quarter. Cross-Lex holding on to a 20 to seven lead. We'll say no gain, third and 11, just inside the left hash on the 37 yard line. Damasca breaks the huddle. Going to have one man split out either side. To the left, Mayberry. To the right, Baxa. Out of the pistol. Damasca dropping back. Got pressure. Going to throw it down the middle of the field. And it's caught by Lucas Chapman. He has been phenomenal at receiver. His third catch of the night. None of them have come easy. Moves the sticks and gets inside the cross-lex red zone. First and ten from the Pioneer 16. Broncos have only gotten inside the 20 once tonight, but they punched it in. That was after a Ryan Henny' 64-yard run to make it first and goal from the 10. Under nine minutes to go now. North Branch trying to come back down 20-7 to 7 to Cross-Lex. Out of the pistol. Maska takes the snap, dropping back, looking pump fake, throwing a fade to the corner and he was not on the same page as his receiver, so falls harmlessly to the turf, second and 10 coming up.
1: 80, and 10. So we got two different tickets
4: for 50-50. Right? So right. yeah.
5: right? yeah, yeah. yeah. From the middle of the field. Clock is stopped. Five. Five. Damasca Five. taking his time commanding the huddle. Baxa so will check out for North Branch. Twins to the left. Damasca going to go back under center, but no back behind him. Tight end to the right, veer, uh, man in the veer to either side. It's going to be a screen, and it's knocked down at the line of scrimmage. It, Believe that was Joey Ramsey got his hands up. Good reaction. Knocked that ball down. Third and 10 coming up. They are no strangers to that. And Coach Furman can almost huddle with his entire team on the sideline. Didn't call a timeout. So Furman's huddled with his team. Did not call a timeout on the near sideline. So no timeout called, they're gonna get a personnel change, but they're gonna have to, there's less than 10 seconds left to go on the play clock. They're gonna burn timeout number two when those are so precious and there it goes officially. So with 8.42 left to go, I don't know if he tried to call a timeout earlier and it didn't get relayed, but either way, third and 10 coming up for North Branch, only one timeout left for the Broncos. Timeouts can be life support, especially in a close game like this. From the 16 yard line, don't need to say it again, it is four down territory for the Broncos. From the 16 yard line, line to gain is the six. Both teams trying to take their time. North Branch has one timeout left, Cross Lex with two. And North Branch wants any chance of pulling this one out. They're going to have to get in the end zone on this drive. 8.42 left to go in the final quarter. They trail 20-7. to 7. Third and 10, but they've converted multiple third and longs in the second half. Going to be a wing T look, two men in the backfield. Now he motions, Chapman in the backfield, three in the backfield. Now they're going to go to the little trick formation. It's going to be Hacking in the backfield. He gets wrapped up and brought down. The blitzing Kirk Wilson makes the tackle fourth and a mile. That play had no time to develop. All the way back down at the 24-yard line. All right, they're going to place the ball on the 22. Line to gain is the Crosluck 6. Got to imagine they're going to throw this one up, see if maybe Shatman can come down with it. And May- Mayberry has been a target of Damascus as well the few times they've thrown it. From the left hash. Down, Trips to the right. One man in the backfield to the right of Damascus. And timeout called at the last second by Krause-Lex. Coaches don't seem uh, too happy with that defensive personnel. So they'll have to burn their second timeout. Again, a big fourth and long. Going to give the Broncos time to draw up maybe a different play. They both saw what, uh, what each side wanted to come out in. They're going to have to... I presume throw it to the sticks at the six-yard line. They'll be snapping the ball from the crosslex 22 on the left hash. Now, if they want to roll out to the southpaw is going to have an advantage. The field is to his right. Well, actually, it's going to be an advantage cross-lex. He's going to have to throw across his body. But a huge play forthcoming. But the way North Branch has converted some long ones, it wouldn't really surprise me if they got another. Their receivers, the few times they've had opportunity to make plays they have, including Lucas Chapman. All right, you got to identify some of the big targets for Damascus. Chapman in the backfield. Looks like Henny's in the backfield as well. No one's split out wide. Croslex takes it, dropping back to pass to Got time, throwing it to the corner of the end zone. And it is intercepted, going the other way. Gavin Espinosa once again. The 25, 30, cuts back 35, 40 to the middle of the field, 45, 50, to the 45, back to the sidelines, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Gavin Espinoza and Cross-Lachs. There's a flag all the way back at the 33. If it stands, it's a 98-yard pick six. But it looks like it's coming back. Either way, it's going to be Croslex ball. But Gavin Espinosa, the sophomore, showing off his athleticism. Juked out about four different Broncos and the Pioneer offense is coming on the field. It's going to be first and ten. So it's a little bittersweet. They get the ball back, but boy, that would have been the final nail in the coffin. It be a personal foul uh, b- crackback or blindside block. So it's going to push them back inside their own 20. But Espinoza still gets his second interception of the day. And it'll officially be first and ten. Uh, cross Lex from the left hash. Seven twenty-four left to go in the game. Twenty to seven. Cross Lex leads. Their offense comes on the field. North Branch was just a lone timeout left. Out of the gun. Townsend has trips to his right. One man out to the left. Taking a snap, gonna hand it off. It looks like Wilson Flight comes out immediately and Wilson gets tackled at the line of scrimmage. think that's gonna be another penalty on Cross lex and it will be holding on the Pioneers. That'll push him back another 10 yards. So holding on Cross lex back back-to-back plays with penalties. Make it first and 20. North Branch on life support. They're going to decline it and go second and ten. Curious decision. Now, this is a decision where you have to first guess it. You can't decide after the result if it was the right move. But I think he's going to like putting Crosslex, really only give him two, two downs to get a first down. Cross Lex, twins to the left, Townsend the QB with Kirk Wilson to his right. Trips to the left, excuse me. Townsend takes a snap, going to keep himself trying to go up the middle. He gets wrapped up and brought down. Kevin Gorman, the sophomore, hit him in the backfield. Townsend dragged him for a few yards, make it third and six. Now this play is going to decide whether or not accepting or declining that penalty was the right move. Third and Six. From the 24-yard line, they need to get to the 30. Cross-Lex trying to bleed this clock down. Winner of this game certainly going to be in the driver's seat of the BWAC. Trips to the right. One man out to the left. Man way out to, or Sage Slanik, the man far to the right. Townsend takes it. He's going to design run to the left. He's going to get near the first down marker, falls down, and he got just enough. Needed six, got seven. Going to move the chains, and more importantly, bleed more clock for the Pioneers. from the 31-yard line on the left hash. Clock is ticking. Under six minutes to play now, 20 to seven. Cross-Lex lead North Branch with just a single timeout left. First and 10 Pioneers. Townsend takes a snap, hands it off to Wilson. Jukes to make one man miss in the backfield, but his reward will only be getting to the, the line of scrimmage. It'll be second and 10. Clock still, uh, clock still ticking away. They'll say second and nine. They'll give them a gain of one. The two possession lead for Cross Lex. Every second is valuable. One more first down would just about ice it. Got to be wary of the play action. Twins to either side of Townsend. Wilson, the running back in the backfield. Townsend takes his time, puts a man in motion. That's Gonzalez, takes a snap. It's gonna be a QB keep to the right side. Running behind Gonzalez, cuts back to the 35, gets to the 40, tackled near the first down line. And they're gonna say, waiting on the official signal. First down, cross Lex 440 left to go, 20 to seven. Croslex still leading. Only one timeout left for North Branch. Even if they just knee it, it would be about two minutes left when North Branch would get the ball back. Obviously, Croslex's gonna go for the first down and go for the throat. A defensive struggle in this game. Been two huge plays that have only scored in the second half. Town- Townsend's gonna have to hurry to get the snap off, and Croslex's gonna have to burn their final timeout. It's been a heck of a game here. 404 left to play in the fourth quarter. 20-7. Croslex leading. They have first and ten from their own 41-yard line. Another first down would be the final nail in the coffin. See if we can uh, get an update from Northern. Last I saw, it was six to five. Oh nope, eight to six now, with eight thirty-six left to go, and it's just been a. Uh, Bennett, touchdowns have been coming at a premium in in our two games on GetStuckOnSports.com. Next week, we'll have a couple fun games. Dennis will be back at Memorial Stadium as the Huskies take on Frazier. I will be down at East China Stadium as Marysville will take on longtime rival Marine. City. And then on Saturday, Dennis has Cardinal Mooney as they host Liggett. The first game for the 2-0 Cardinal Mooney Cardinals on getstuckonsports.com. But here at Croslex, 404 left to go in the game. Croslex leads by 13. They have it first and 10 on their own 41-yard line. Chips to the left, one man to the right. I believe that's Slanick. Townsend. Takes a snap, going to keep it himself rolling out. He makes one man miss across the 40 the 45, 50, 45, 40. Foot race, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. There's the nail in the coffin. Townsend puts an exclamation point on this game. Cross Lex, 26, North Branch, 7. 3.54 left to go, and that should do it. He made a man miss in the backfield, and he scores from 59 yards out. Jake Townsend puts the nail in the coffin. Makes it a 19 point lead. Looks like they're gonna go for two again. Uh, no. uh yeah, they're going for two. Townsend trips to his left. Slanting slightly out to the right. Wilson, the man in the backfield, dropping back. Townsend going to avoid pressure, steps up. Fire's as as a sidearm throw, and it's caught in the end zone. That's number 81, Jack Oliver. Townsend Oliver makes it 28-7. to 7. 3.54 left to go here in the final quarter. So Cross-Lex or North Branch going to have to score three times in under four minutes if they want any chance of coming back in this one.
4: Uh,
5: cross Lex, just going to kick it deep. And North Branch's offense... Again, I've said it all night. They are not designed to hit big plays. Swash back to return. On to kick Geiger. Just going to kick it deep. And with North Branch only having one timeout left, it is going to take nothing short of a mini miracle for North Branch to come back in this one. It's going to be a little pooch kick. It's going to get all the way down to the 20 where Swoosh picks it up. Going to break outside to the 30 and gets wrestled down and out of bounds by Tony Grappi. Second nice tackle he has made on the kickoff team. So it'll be 3.48 to go, twenty-eight-seven. Crosslex leads and North Branch is going to have to work at a frantic pace, something they are not accustomed to doing. From their own 33 on the near hash. If Jeremy Furman has any magic, he's gonna have to pull it out here. They've already tried a couple double passes. Damasca gonna come under center. Three running backs behind him, tight end either side. Mask under center, handed off up the middle. Soto, he's gonna get the first down and more across the 40. To the 44 yard line, gain of about 12. First and 10, North Branch. Again, I'm sure Croslex just willing to trade yards for time at this point. 340 and counting from under center, Damasca. Takes a snap. He's going to hand it off again up the middle. It's Soto. Another first down. He gets into Crosslex territory. Breaks off one defender. He's dragging Pioneers all the way down inside the Crosslex 35. And he'll eventually go down at the 33. Another big run for Antonio Soto. And North Branch needs to work quickly. Again, they need three scores. They also need two onside kicks. Clock starts to run. 3-22 3:22 22 and counting, 28-7, Cross-Lex leading this BWAC showdown. From the left hash, Broncos break the huddle, same formation, one tight end either side on the ball, trio of running backs behind Damasca. Under center, takes the snap, he's going to hand it off to the right side, that will be Miles running the ball, and he gains maybe two or three before he's brought down at the 30-yard line. Under three minutes to go now. From the middle of the field. Broncos seemingly not in that much of a hurry. It is sellout time. They need to score as quickly as possible. From the middle of the field at the 30. Damasco under center. Same formation once again. True running backs behind him. He's gonna hand it off. To on a counter and stumble in past the 25 for a nice gain is Ryan Henney. He's gonna get just enough for the first down gain of eight. First and 10 cross Lex from the left half, or, or excuse me, first and 10 North Branch